Good night, good night. Welcome to JFS. My name is Kurt, aka TLSG. I am joined by mm -hmm. Tracy, aka Follett, TF. And today we will be talking about fitness slash wellness in a pandemic. That's wellness. Yes. In a and I reckon that this was My a favorite discussion thing. That, that we really should have because there are a few people out there, in fact, no, let me not say that. There are many people out there who struggle. Uh, during mm. these times, during lockdown, during curfews, um, who struggle with their, their fitness journey. There you go. Mm -hmm. Fitness journey that you'll be having because things are different. Because we are in this curfew, you know, and a lot of persons can't go to the gym, for example. I have not been open since the start of the year. So yeah. Tracy has not been at GFS. Uh, we haven't yeah. trained together since, for, since what, December, well, I don't even know. Um, yeah, I think last time we trained was right before Oyer's night, I think. Yeah, yeah right before Oyer's. Um, mm -hmm. and, that, and that's very different for you, because I know you're a person who, who loves to have routine. You hit work, and then you hit your worker routine. Can I tell you? <laughs> you I love a routine. <laughs> I, I love a routine. I was actually thinking about it on the on, I was driving home this evening, and I was like, this is so different, because I like, you know, doing my shift, followed by my workout followed by my post-workout meal, followed by my shower, followed by my other work mm -hmm. that would then take me till 6.30. And I, I, within that, like I, it's so weird. I feel like I'm a controlled free spirit. That makes no sense. I know. But <laughs> I don't like, I know, I know. <laughs> I don't like when things that, because um, my routine makes me feel good. My routine gives me balance and my routine gives me energy. But when it's thrown off, things like even drinking water becomes harder. I, I find that I drink water a lot easier when I'm on my schedule. I find that I plan meals easier when I'm on my schedule. But now because I'm home a lot, I don't know. It's so weird. For some reason, I realize, Tracy, you're not drinking enough water. You usually drink so much water. You're not drinking enough water. I'm not thinking about my health as intensely as I would usually do. Um, mm -hmm. I'm more like worrying about it than thinking about it in the way that I do. And so I think the worry is putting my brain somewhere else. And so I've had to gain control of that again. And worry, worry makes you lose control, you know what I mean? So I had to gain control mm -hmm. again. I said, Tracy, no, let's just, you need to adapt. But it takes a minute. It's hard. Yeah, yeah, it definitely would be. So you would say that routine is very, very, very important. Yes. Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. And then when you so, even set it to do something at home, you still, I don't want to say you still need to feel motivated at home because um, Kim, who's in the chat right now, she had a live with someone talking about motivation versus discipline. And he said, I don't believe in motivation. I believe in discipline. And I get it. You know what I mean? Because motivation <laughs> goes away at some point. That intrinsic <laughs> motivation just disappears in situations like this. And you have to <laughs> clock into discipline. So, but it's, it's hard. So you may have something set up at home. But as soon as you get in, because you are not somewhere separate to do your workout, like you're accustomed to, which is good for you mentally. For most people, they like to be somewhere else to do their workout. You kind of have to dig in, dig deeper, and um, dig for your discipline. <laughs> Go for that. Dig for that discipline. We dig for it. Motivation versus discipline. There, just now. Um, mm. When you say that, you have to find different motivating factors. Um, in terms of these, that your okay. So you would have had different motivating factors prior to the curfew, prior to the shutdown. Um, mm -hmm. Do you find that though you have to shift now and pivot and have a different motivating factor during this thing? I'm speaking about 100%. Right. 500%. <laughs> sure. Um, whereas before we were focusing on strength, you know, and I had certain goals 
with my lifts and all that and very excited about that and you know you start hit, you start here January and, and I said to myself I'm going to become a runner like Mia in the chat hi Mia I'm not there yet but um what I did do is say to myself I need to at least hinge often I need to push often I need to pull often so that I don't you know I, I still need to get those basic movements in so okay so I can't do the deadlifts the kind of deadlifts I was doing with you in the studio because the heaviest thing I have here is some 30 pound dead, um, dumbbells, but I can still, mm -hmm. I can still um, deadlift, you know, and I can still change up my programming. I can still mm -hmm. do a lot of um, quick, short bursts um, uh, uh, workouts. Like the other day I did a, a fun dumbbell workout with the uh, squat press and the burpees and um, goblet squats. And uh, I did that within 15 mm -hmm. minutes. I did about six reps. You know such fun at Burpee, you see I said this? <laughs> I can tell you that in the future reference. Carry on. I didn't mean. I didn't mean. <laughs> it wasn't fun. <laughs> but mind you, right? Within the workout, I felt like, oh, gosh, I could feel it. I could feel it already. Like I could feel I could feel that I am not doing what I used to do and my body feels different. So I couldn't speed through that workout the way I would. I couldn't I want to say speed through, I mean speed through with good form and everything. Like, I, I couldn't do it at the same intensity. And so mm. I found myself getting frustrated with myself and I had to stop and say, Tracy, we are in a pandemic. You are at home. You don't have the same um, things available to you. Um, you haven't been working out with the same consistency recently since the beginning of the year. So be proud of yourself that you moved. Be proud of yourself that you just did six rounds of this workout. You know what I mean? And I, I just said, okay, I worked out. I got my movement in, yes. Yes. That's what it's talking about, man. So, so you went from taking from lifting up everything. Her chat just said that Bigot Self ran, said that burpees are awesome. I tend to agree with you, sir. Okay, um, he said that. From, <laughs> <laughs> you went from taking from lifting all the weight, because, you know, mm -hmm. you've been here lifting all the weight, to taking from moving. So yeah. the basic facets of movement. You talk about the push, you talk about the pull, and you talk about the hinge. Mm -hmm. And a couple other facets that you would in include yeah. just to make sure that you move. Yeah. Burpees but, uh, will make us better people. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. <laughs> Excellent words right there, Kim. Words of wisdom. And, and I tend to agree with everything that you just said, Trish, because I feel as though, like, if I don't move, I start to stiffen up. I feel sick. Mm. Like, you just got to keep moving because you, you got to try to retain that rhythm all the way through, you know? Yeah, you do. When you spoke about those those um, motivational factors, then so it just became moving to feel good, like physically. Yes, but also to not to feel good mentally and emotionally. Yes, but also just I don't like to feel lazy. I think mm -hmm. when I'm not working out personally, when I'm not moving or not working out, I start to feel lazy. So okay. yeah, so I've been working out for my mental health. I've been working out for my emotional health. But I also just don't like to feel lazy. And I find that when I don't move, I start to feel like a slug. Okay, I just feel, I told Melissa today that I feel like a lizard. Like, I just feel like I'm just, I need, I need to, <laughs> I need to feel like I need to sweat. And I need to, I need to feel the, I need to get the endorphins. I need, I need the whole thing. You know what I mean? And it's important because then after I still have to do my work from home. And it helps me to focus. So also, I, the other thing I've been focusing on with my mobility. So Andrea and I, and for those who don't know me, Andrea is my partner. 
we started doing a mobility challenge and he is making noise in this chat and um we started doing a, a mobility challenge and this time has pushed me to focus on that because you know how i am about mobility i'm never i'm never the best um in terms of focusing on i don't spend i don't spend a long time on it and we have been doing it now every day um for like 20 minutes 20 minutes mobility session it's been nice so i've been focusing on different things in my fitness a lot of stretching and that kind of thing. I see that Andrea is causing a lot of trouble in this chat. <laughs> Call, calling for David. That's your card. Kind of Mobility <laughs> is nice. You know, I, I, I don't know if you refer to me as, as Mr. Ellis here, but we here down to brass stats if that's the case and we can push through. So, so oh, you'll be right. able to pivot onto something else that, that kind of is beneficial to your overall routine. So, yeah. The mobility yes. that can be beneficial, so you'd be able then to, to build a bridge, mm -hmm. to, you know, to cross that bridge so that when you get back to your regular schedule programming, then mm -hmm. that you are ready to just resume the other day happen. Of course, not with the same day, but you know. I know, exactly. Happen. Yeah, because I know that when we start back, you can scale the workout. This, you know, I, I, I know, I know. I'm not, and, I, and we won't be lifting the same way, and it won't be the same intensity to start. But, yeah, I definitely want to keep moving so that at least when I start back, I'm not too... Not too far gone. <laughs> that sounds really dramatic, <laughs> but you know, so dramatic. But you know, touch on something there that, um, that I think I have to address a little bit, if I may speak slowly, then, Mr. Ellis. You spoke yes, about trainer. <laughs> you spoke about um, the skill for when you restart. Mm. How how you really feel knowing that? For example, you could have been doing that this at two twenty five, and then you know just to be on the CSA, and because they haven't done that way for a long time, and it's, you know, reasonable to restart a little lower. But how do you feel when you get back to that stage of restarting at 120? Because I know that that center has probably, you know, hit at a lot of people, but how do you feel? Yeah. I think this time around is different. The first, after the first lockdown, I was quite miserable when I started back um, mm -hmm. with you. But this time around, I think because my perspective has changed, and it's, it's not about gains and all that. It, it can't be. It doesn't make any sense. Well, I'm not going to put myself through that mentally again. But I think that's growth. So that only happens once you experience it, once you feel that. And then, and then learn more about your body. And then realize, all right, once, you're moving, right? You're, you're working out. You are, you are putting in the work. It's not always going to be the same thing. So this time around, I don't think that I will, I will be entering back into the gym as frustrated as I was before. I'm just going to be like, oh, I get it. I know I'm going to start out, but I can still get my workout and it's going to be good and I'm still going to be intense about it and we're going to yes. get back to that space, you know. Jano. That's genuinely how I feel right now. Jano, BS says that's a total mental shift and, and that is true. Yeah. It really is. Kim uh, says, set a new challenge for yourself, you know. We, maybe you challenge true. yourself to get back there incrementally, which is what we did um, after the last lockdown. Yeah. We did just there. We you were. Know, again, we really were. <laughs> again, you know, everything happens for a reason. We reset and we come again yeah. and we get stronger for it. All right? Um, so we spoke about dealing with the, the guilt a little bit, a, a little bit of frustration a little bit earlier. Um, we did like a delving a little bit more into the emotions that you would have felt when you, um, when you say the first week of, of curfew. Oh, yeah. I don't know if it's because... I'm an empath or whatever, but I definitely feel the heaviness of the atmosphere. But I do think everybody feels it. 
I think we all respond to it a little differently. And so it's not only the heaviness in Barbados, but the heaviness of the world, the stats that are yeah. coming in, the details, the, the anger, yeah. the frustration within the world. You know what I mean? And it, it, it weighs on you. I'm, I'm impressed by those people that are unbothered by it, but I am definitely, my feathers are ruffled a little bit and I could feel the heaviness and I could feel the weight. So like for a minute, I was like, what's wrong with me? I feel sad and I don't know exactly why I am sad. And I had to really sit and meditate and think and write in my journal. And I, I definitely know it is mainly the atmosphere and I have to, you have to find a way to push through it because it's not going away. I'm actually reading this book called Burnout. And they talk about the difference between stress and a stressor. And a stressor is something that you can't change, that you can live in a home that may be a stressful environment. And you know that you can't change that, but you can actually deal with your stress. And when stress gets stuck in your body is when it can cause trauma or pain or anything like that. And so you have to get to the end of your stress cycle. And getting to your end of your stress cycle means that you need to do things like whether it's working out, whether it is a, a, a breathing practice that you have or a meditation practice. People have different methods that they use. But the stressor of a pandemic and the heaviness within the world um, at large, that's not changing anytime soon. Every day we wake up. You know, I, I was taking a nap the other day and I wake up and I see people climbing, up, climbing over the walls of the capital in America. And I was just like, what, <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> you know what I mean? Everything <laughs> happening. <laughs> yeah. COVID. So, um, all kind of thing. Capital. Sharks, different types of sharks, everything happening. Yeah. You know, and um, yeah. I think it, 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 someone said good night, so I just want to say a good night back to you as well. Um, I guess it's important that we, um, that we address this because a lot of the messages that come out of the fitness industry is push through, go hard. Um, I know. Go hard or go home. Everything yeah. rough and tumble, right? And mm -hmm. it, you kind of feel as though if you're getting rough and tumble, that you ain't doing nothing. You know, mm -hmm. that, that's some of the messages that come through. But I think it's very important to say, like, you know, at the end of the day, everyone will have feelings. Everyone will be, you know, have anxiety at some point for some reason or next. And sometimes you just got to be able to slow down. Yeah. Recalibrate. Take your time. Take the intensity down a little bit. And then you can mm -hmm. always build yourself back if that, if your high intensity is what you're seeking to go through. Yeah. Exactly. You know? So. I agree. So, Sounds good because the building blocks that you connected from that into what you then use to, you know, reassess your motivators and reassess your path. You can, you can see where the linkages came from the start there to where we are now. Address yeah. it and listen to your body. I said, address it. That's so key. Let me deal with that. Yeah. Listen yeah. to your body. So you felt the anxieties, you felt the stressors coming. Mm. And you decided not to try to body slam yourself and push through this here. Yeah. Was that something that um, you would have picked up earlier on in your, in your fitness journey easily? No, not easily. That, that took some time. Listening to my body took some time because like what you said, the, what we learn within the fitness industry, the attitudes that we learn and, and, and how we're supposed to um, manage our fitness and the me mentality we're supposed to have. Remember, we, we talked about no pain, no gain, and how that is a lot of nonsense. Um, right. so, so now we're in a different time where self-love is a big deal. And right. thank God for the pandemic for some degree because it's make, it, it, it made people look inward a little more. Yes, Hopefully. yes. From what I see, yeah. it has made people look yeah. inward. 
and um, self-care is a big deal. And so now people are realizing, how can I be kinder to myself? How can I be kinder to my body? What does being kind look like? Uh, it, it means taking care of myself. It means listening. Um, what is my body responding to? How is it responding when I eat something? Um, I have, um, I know a lady who does yoga therapy and meditation, and she always says, notice how your body feels at this point. She would take you through a practice and she would say, how does your left side feel? How does your right side feel? And so even hearing her do that, I'm like, wow, you, you should really be paying attention to what your body is telling you. How are my knees feeling? You know, uh, how do I feel in that squat just now? How, how did the left side feel versus the right side? Um, and, and it's so helpful. So in those ways, you can be kind to your body. Um, what else? How else can you listen to your body? So that's with eating. Don't beat yourself up on nutrition. I ain't saying, I ain't saying like sit down and eat all the banana bread. <laughs> but what I'm because that's that seems to be the COVID, the COVID baked good. <laughs> banana bread? But, um, I, banana bread, yeah. It's the easiest comfort <laughs> baked good to make. Um, mm. But even in that, even in that, if you're sitting down eating a bunch of baked goods, at some point you may feel like, oh, my body feels heavy. That's listening to your body. I'm probably going, I can have a little less banana bread tomorrow and I can eat a little more greens or I can have a little more, little more salad with my, with my fish and my potatoes or whatever you, you're having. It's, and that's listening. Like if I have too much sugar, my body responds to something. And I'm like, ooh, I know I ate that, that, much, that amount of sugar because I was looking for comfort because that's what, that's the response that takes place. But then your body does something that makes you go like, oh, let me ease up off the sugar. Let me, let me drink a little more water. Let me, you know what I mean? That, that to me is all listening to your body. Mm-hmm. And I don't, like to, I don't like to speak hard and fast, black and white things when it comes to nutrition because everybody's body is so very different. But that's yes. how I listen to my body. Yes. I, I think we, we just mentioned there is actually a really a much of a, a deeper level because mm-hmm. that's something that people would, would you know, tend to, to understand after a lot of experience, you know, mm-hmm. with, with, with feeling how certain foods, uh, how you react to certain foods. Um, you don't even and recognize. Mm-hmm. You don't even recognize, you know. Uh, but what you just said was really important insofar as how you feel when you have that extra sugar. Yeah. You know, it's important to recognize those things and make the amendments that are necessary so you can always keep yourself in equilibrium because that's that yeah. very important. Um, you mentioned rest but, there, Exactly. Yeah. What I was going to add, right, be, right before the rest, I put up something in, a, in stories about listening to your body and someone messaged me and said, so if my body telling me to go and, and eat three scoops of ice cream and a cone with sprinkles and yada, 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 I said deep down inside, you know exactly what your body's telling you, whether it is to eat that ice cream for sure because you want that treat and you feel that you deserve that treat or, you know, or, or, or if you probably should hold off on that today or whatever, or leave it to another time, you kind of always know. True. It's where you decide to put the voice. "Eh, No, not today. (laughs) 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 I am happy. (laughs) Yeah. And it's important, you know, the point is, it's important to make sure that you can treat yourself as well. Because this, yeah, this ain't all about perfection and, and, and eating all the grass. You know, exactly. we, we weren't, I, we weren't I treat myself all the, all the time. Well, sure you don't treat yourself all the time. You treat yourself some time. <laughs> <laughs> some of the time, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Moderation. I enjoy treats is what I really, what, what I want to say. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they put there for me to enjoy, you know, just, you know, 
in, in our own moderation, you know? Yeah. Black man chants him, we all know the voice we should be listening to, but we choose to listen to the other one. Yeah, that's how Dre with the nuggets. Yeah, he dropped a little, he dropped a little um, nugget in for Japan just now. That's very important. Mm -hmm. Patrice says, and an important part of food is pleasure. So during the pandemic, um, I assume that um, a lot of persons reach for that pleasure food. Mm -hmm. You spoke about it there, Tracy, just now. You spoke about listening to your body and the signs that you would have or that you personally would have to know when you're going over the top a little bit, you can just scale back a little bit. A lot of persons mm -hmm. don't either understand that message or, as Andrea said, ignore that message. But the, the, yeah. the key thing is to know when you get to that point so that you can address the situation and, you know, try to make the moves to make sure that you're always in moderation. Mm -hmm. um, so we spoke about routine, we spoke about listening to your body, adapting the fitness goals, you spoke also about how you dealt with um, it, integrating a new regimen into your, into your fitness journey. Yeah. Uh, I, I really want to touch on outside of fitness itself, uh, we, we, our, our conversation was really steered towards wellness. Mm -hmm. um, have you been able to, to adopt new hobbies per se? So that you would be able to also, that that would also be able to assist with your journey during this thing. With my fitness journey in particular? Not necessarily your fitness journey, but your wellness journey. Oh, my wellness journey. Um, I guess picked up or more like picked back up certain things. Like I find myself journaling more. I find mm -hmm. myself reading more books. Like, I have a, a great appetite for, for a certain kind of information now, so I, I read a lot more. Um, so that's been, that's been a, nice, a nice thing for me. I feel like I, that's been my little comfort place. And um, I think I used to feel like I was too busy to do those things. I used to always be rushing. Uh, Kim said journey. She loves to journal. She's been journaling forever. But I, I literally only just pick things back up. And it feels good to be doing that. I feel like it has allowed me to um, have a little more clarity. I started this year with a vision board experience with Janelle Chase Mayers. So I guess all of that helped create that energy for me to, to start journaling more as well. I look at that vision board every single day. That's again, a new hobby because my vision yeah. board before was my vision board was on my screensaver. I was put collage some pictures, but this time I have like a hardcore old school magazine cutouts, that kind of thing. And it's on the wall in the bedroom. So every morning I get up and I, I look at it and I stare at it and I make sure the images are planted in my brain and the words that I want. So those are the things, I guess, that are serving and supporting my wellness journey right now. Um, I have a lot of people in my space that are within the wellness world in some way or form and talking to them. I think that's a big deal. Like, mm -hmm. you, I guess in a way, they're like your tribe. You have like, your, I guess you have your inner tribe, but then you have like a community space of people that you can chat with or just learn from or... You know, even like curating my Instagram page, I, what, what I see on my timeline now, I created my timeline to look that way because I want to, I want to see things that are going to inspire me. I, I just want to, I want to see people that are posting good content that's going to make me feel like, yes, let me, I got to get on it, you know, because, because Janae on it or because Kim on it, you know what I mean? Or Melissa on it. Yeah. It inspires me to keep going. That's, that's the thing that I want to see. And if I spend it all that time in my phone, especially during a pandemic, because we spend a lot more time in our devices, at least make sure what you're seeing is something that, you know, is these, is, it adds to your diet. A lot of people have been talking about your diet is not only your food, but is what you 
see and what you listen to and all that. So that helps podcasts as well. Yeah. Podcasts. Yeah, I've been listening to yeah, a lot of podcasts. I definitely agree with that. Um, I just also want to state um, a couple of persons here also mentioned about journaling being something that they have picked up. Um, mm, nice. Also, the vision boards. Melissa says hers is by her desk. So that's a place that she would always be able to see it. If you be here to right. four six, she says, yeah, yeah, I create. I create my vision board as well. Um, Tracy, you're an inspiration. Sherry, mom of two, Sherry. She says, you're all an inspiration. So make it yourself there, so Tracy. A podcast. So, I don't want to spend some time there, so buddy, buddy podcast here for a couple of seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, because I am, a, I am a pretty big believer in podcasts as well. I, I really love to take in uh, some information. Like if I eat food, if I anything, so I, I do like mm-hmm. to take in uh, some positive information. Uh, through that meeting, yeah. Um, yeah. Tell me more about the, the type of podcast that you delve into. Brene Brown, fantastic mm-hmm. writer. I love her angle. She's all about vulnerability and bravery, and that bravery is vulnerability. So I, I, I love, I just love everything about her topics, and I love the people that she um, interviews, and also from the people that she interviews. I end up buying some of the books because they're great. Like the information is so good. So that's one. Seven good minutes. I listen to that sometimes on the way to work because my commute from home to Starcom is literally seven to eight minutes. So I get a nice little jolt of inspiration before I get in. Um, Jay Shetty, uh, he's quite good as well. And I like, I like his podcast. I listen to them on Deezer. All my podcasts I listen to on Deezer. Um, well, some on iTunes podcast as well. So on iTunes podcast, I listen to Goop. The Goop podcast is more about um, the curiosity of certain wellness practices. I like to hear that every now and then. And I also listen to Super Soul Sunday. That one is really good. That's Oprah. Most people know about that one. So yeah, those are are my favorites. (laughs) No, I I love podcasts. (laughs) But you know, I I think I'm in the business of it. And I, I I, I listen to podcasts not just because of the topic. I like the intros. I like the segues. I like the extra. I like the guests. And I think I like how they ask questions. So I'm listening to that on a holistic level. (laughs) That's only because of the business I'm in, though. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, though, they speak to you. And and, and there's a podcast basically for everything. You know, yeah. so it's a great way to pick up information when you are doing something else. And, you know, you can fill that vacuum um, for your ears and you'll be able to take yes. information the same thing, you know. Uh, Patrice says mm-hmm. she met a podcast not. Uh, so All right, we then. Have some, we have a lot of podcast, podcast fans in here. Um, Alicia made a, I ain't calling you Alicia, Bassi. Bassi made a pretty important point there when it, when it creates, when it um, relates to social media. She says, because mm-hmm. it get back to your point about how you kind of created your feed for you. Oh, so, you can, yeah. so you can take in your own information, the information that you want to see. Lisa says, mm-hmm. you go and know where to all follow accounts. Yeah, um, or, mute, or mute them. Or mute them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that you can make sure that you take in only information that is beneficial to you. Yeah. I, I, I tend to do that as well. Because I, when I go on, I, I don't want to get lost in all kinds of different things. On yeah. Instagram, I just want to see certain things they want to see, yeah, and it'll hit it as, as fast as possible. 100%. That's so important, yeah. I agree with but that. I, I really love what you just said because I didn't even wrote it down when you spoke about um, the diet and not being mm-hmm. food. That is a big one. The diet and not because, being, oh, not only being food, not just right? Being food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a big, 
big, big nugget that you know penalty for Ryan Pound because <laughs> <laughs> this nugget. every single thing, yeah, every single thing that you take in is is very important. To, it, it, when you wake up first thing in the morning, the first thing you take in probably sets your mood for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. So if so your Instagram feed is the first thing, and it's not yep. like you know the feed that you want to see, that's a problem. Exactly. And uh, for some people, especially you now, when you check out the phone, you look in the, you look in the feed and you see bare COVID information. That's probably no. not how yeah. some people want to start their day. Yeah. I try to get off of that nowhere with the look at the news first and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can have a slower start to the day. Mm-hmm. But everything kind of relates to almost the same topic now. And yeah, if you know that it's going to make you anxious, you know, that is probably going to take over everything you do. If, if for example, you know, you get her, you brush your teeth, you know, et cetera, et cetera, and you go, you're going to work first thing. Mm-hmm. But your it, your energy has already been zapped by information that you take. take exactly. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Your workout is going to be pure. Well, there's a high possibility <laughs> that your workout yeah. is going to be pure garbage. Because yeah. your energy gone. <laughs> so you want to do something, but we made energy gone. I ain't doing yeah. that yet. But you're done. Nicole. Don't watch nothing about Trump. Don't watch nothing about COVID. <laughs> Don't watch anything about racial issues. None of that. First thing in the morning. Those are real issues that are happening. And yes, of course, you need to be informed. But if it's going to be the first thing you look at, and as Kurt said, then you get zapped, then there goes your energy. There goes your mental energy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dragon um, breath and yampy in my eye. Amen, Kim. Dan says, Oprah and Michelle Obama did a really good inspirational one for United States of women. I relish, I relish to that over and over and I find it so uplifting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that, that is another one that re- relates to the podcast. I, I never knew that so many people were into podcasts, to be quite honest with you. Yeah. Podcast is a jam. <laughs> <laughs> um, Melissa says this hit one to me during Black Lives Matter. Yeah, we, we did speak about that. Yeah. I, I because we kept watching. And of course, because we were obviously, we, were, we wanted to know what was going on. We connected to what was going on. We were, we were empathetic to what was going on too. And we have family overseas as well. That was, that was a lot. Yeah. It was a lot. Yeah. yeah that, and it's still that, going on. Really- so it's still a lot. <laughs> It's true, and unfortunately, it definitely raises a lot of emotions. Probably some emotions that mm-hmm. a lot of people probably didn't even know were there because it was yeah. so deep in our safety, and it, it just continues to raise and raise and raise and raise and raise like a volcano, you know? Yes, um, exactly. So, well, well, since we got about five minutes here left back on the clock because mm-hmm. we're trying off at exactly eight o'clock, I just want to know if, if any person who is doing right now um, has anything that they would like to pick Tracy's brain on. Um, we got five minutes. We can pretty much talk about anything related to wellness. And um, I go from there. Andre. Thank God for our life. Look in the mirror. I say I'm the best, best, best. <laughs> but he got the right here that says, Ray, tear, 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 I. The low sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. So any chance that you, you really want to touch on here, Superstar Ox? I do want to say that I have a special place in my heart for parents in this time who also work out 
and also had to change their roles and either become a caretaker and a teacher overnight. That's not my situation. Mm-hmm. And so I, I don't personally know what to say to them. Um, it's a unique situation. It's stressful working from home and also being, also monitoring your child on online school. And just because I hear it often, um, I definitely empathize, but I cannot relate. And so they got a special place in my heart and I don't know how they're making it work. And I, uh, on air today, we talked about self-care and, and a parent was on as well talking about it. And she was talking about the moments, you know, having to be on, having to be up by three o'clock just to find time, headspace to breathe and to either meditate or just make a, a nice breakfast and sit down quietly so she could be by herself or, or get in a yoga, a, a 10 minute or 15 minute yoga or a quick workout. But if you were not work, waking up at three o'clock before, that means you're more tired by the end of the day. So all the parents out there, I really appreciate y'all. Y'all, y'all are the superstars for real. That's a lot. In, in, it's a in lot. Too, I actually, I actually work with two parents that come immediately to mind, um, mm. and you know, hearing what they are going through is is quite, quite, quite difficult for you. I don't know how they make it work mm. for real, but they do. Because um, this online environment, though, where you have to make sure that that they are the, the child is set for their school, but the child mm-hmm. may be having problems with the with the equipment at the time, or they yeah. may be helping do something during the, the work the work session um, in school. So they are work or they're in a workout. They have to take a break to go deal with that, and they come back to deal with what they got to deal with. I mean, they're always doing it's it's yeah. hard. As you said, they are indeed the MVPs, you know? Yes, um, they really so are. All the parents in chat, they go themselves, making it happen. I don't know how. You got to get a parent on the live to talk about their, how they make it work. That'd be interesting. Well, it doesn't make me all know. They know exactly who we can go and ask when they finish it. <laughs> Thank you very much, guys, all for right. logging in. Bye, everyone. We can make it happen. Have a great right. day, everyone.